0: What I love so much about the experience that you had is that it wasn't the outside things that brought you comfort.
1: Yeah, it's such a good point. And something that I bring up a lot is like, you know, outlets in our life are external comfort zones that we plug into, right? It makes me comfortable to have my fan and my NutriBullet and my computer and all this. And then if you even think about other external outlets, maybe when you're not so happy and you're trying to fill a void or cover up or temporarily bring pleasure. And, you know, I look back in my early 20s and I, my life was kind of spiraling out of control and things that I was externally plugging into to kind of forget about my current circumstances would be, alcohol drugs relationships material things like retail therapy all these things that were not bringing me internal happiness but it made me forget for a little bit or temporarily brought me pleasure and so i was thinking you know in this cave none of those things were options and so there was no external comfort zones whatsoever And we could actually all plug into our internal comfort zone. We could actually plug into ourselves. And that's when I really figured out my purpose and why I was here and also what actually really
0: matters in life. Welcome to Divine Alignment. I'm your host, Jasmine. I'm a holistic nutritionist, energy healer, and hypnotherapist. I help you awaken your inner healer through holistic health and nutrition, along with expanding your consciousness. Through raising the vibration of your thoughts and health, I want you to have divine alignment in your mind, body, and soul. Let's go to the show. Hello, beautiful souls. I am so excited because today, i have a very very special guest to share with you all and her name is lauren schwab lauren and i met a few years ago when she came to portland to do an event here and i just immediately fell in love with lauren's soul she is such a beautiful human being and I was just so instantly connected to the beautiful energy that she gives off and I knew right when I met her that I wanted to be friends with her because that is just the type of person she is. She just radiates such a beautiful light and I knew that I wanted to bring her on the podcast and so I am so excited to have her on because especially in this time right now, we need to be seeking out And connecting with these people who light us up. And Lauren is definitely that for me. And I am really excited to share her light with you guys as well. So wanted to share a little bit about Lauren. So Lauren Schwab is an expert in health, wellness, and mind-body connection. She is the creator of Unplugged Mornings, which we talk about in the episode. She actually shares her nine steps to Unplugged Mornings, which truly, I believe if you guys even just do one of her steps for Unplugged Mornings, you could see so much complete transformation in your lives and it really truly is such a beautiful practice that she has created. Um, so she helps individuals disconnect to reconnect back to their true inner self and in connection to that effort, Lauren has also hiked Mount Kilimanjaro, spent almost 60 days living in a cave, which we talked about. And competed in more than one million people to win 50 coveted spots in a competition reality TV show held on NBC. She has also sold, opened and sold two fitness studios. She's a personal trainer, group fitness instructor, and fitness model. In addition to leading online workouts that reach hundreds of thousands of men and women focused on changing their lives through fitness and mindfulness, and has been featured on USA Today, Sports, Marie Claire Magazine, and Mind Body Green, Lauren has also been seen on Good Day LA, Fox 11, Fox, ABC, NBC, Universal, GSN, E Entertainment, CBS, and Sci Fi. And with tens of thousands of followers, she was recently identified as a woman of influence in Los Angeles, where she was invited to the mayor's home, which is so cool. And it's just, honestly, Lauren is such such an amazing soul. So I loved this conversation that we had. We just really connected about, you know, the realness and reality of what is going on and how do we be a light in this time? How do we... You know, if you're listening to this right now, it is by absolutely no accident. You are being asked to shine your light through this darkness. And so I really think that this episode will be such great guidance, wisdom, advice, and confirmation that you are exactly where you're supposed to be. And, um, you know, just, we really want to support you and helping you lean into sharing your light with the world. And it is a crazy time right now, but if we can come back to this inner stillness, this inner knowing that we all have within us. And, you know, that's another thing that Lauren and I just so strongly connected over was, was our faith and our spirituality and our knowing that, um, there is something much larger than just us (laughs) running our lives. And, that's huge and I think that when we get to that knowing our lives can truly change in such a beautiful way because another thing that we also really talked about was just how we don't have control over any of this and the more that we can surrender that control which you guys know is something that I talk about on here the more that we can truly heal so without further ado I am so excited to share this episode with you, and let's dive right in. Hello, beautiful souls, and welcome. I am so excited to be joined today with the amazing Lauren Schwab. Welcome, Lauren. Thank you so much. This is so exciting. I know this has been a little bit um in the works for a while and now we're doing it. Here we are. So thank you so much for having me. Oh my goodness. Yeah, just a little backstory for everyone. This was, man, well, it feels like forever ago. It wasn't that long ago. I was supposed to come and hang out with you in California. And we were gonna have the best time. We still are gonna do it, just TBD on a date. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> everything going on in our world. Um, but that is okay because we're doing it now and I'm just so excited to be connecting with you. Yes, I am
1: very excited. I feel like just being in your presence, even virtually is healing.
0: Oh, oh, likewise. Well, first of all, Lauren, my very first question for you is, I want to know what does living in alignment look like for you in your life?
1: Oh, I love this question. I really feel like alignment is when everything comes together um, to one space. And I think that you know when you can make decisions very quickly. It's just a yes or a no. So someone might invite you to an event or to a workshop um, or even to a workout or whatever it is. And you just say yes, like because it's in alignment with what you're doing you have a goal in mind, and it's very easy to just kind of say, like, yes, this is in alignment. No, this is not in alignment. And it comes from like a deep knowing of who you truly are, like knowing your purpose and knowing your raison d'etre, if you will. That's what my grandpa always mm-hmm. says. Um, raison d'etre in French is reason for being. So it wasn't until I knew my reason for being, why I was put on this planet. Um, that I could actually get into full alignment. And it it feels like flow. It just feels like easy. Just um, just like lots of grace and ease. And yeah, it just feels good. It feels really good.
0: I completely agree with you. And I think that you are such a beautiful example of that. So thank you. Thank you for sharing that. And which that really leads me at so I you guys are going to love this story. And I think that this will give you guys just a deeper perspective and picture of how amazing this woman is, because I want you to share with everybody um, because I really think it also showcases this so well, this amazing experience that you had of your reality TV show. And I think that it is so relevant, especially to what we're going through right now in our country. So can you share with everyone that amazing story? Yes, you know, what's
1: so funny is I, I've given lots of talks and done podcasts and all sorts of things. And, you know, I think that I'm talking about some like really amazing stuff and I'm like, yeah, oh, this is how you're going to learn and grow and blah, blah, blah. And then I like kind of skim over the cave story and then they always come back to you. That's all they care about. They're like, we don't <laughs> care about any of those knowledge, nuggets, wisdom stuff, um, but we want to know about living in a cave. And what's interesting is my entire brand was born from living in this cave. The brand is unplugged. And I, you know, whenever I would give these talks, I would tell people now you're never going to have to be quarantined or live in a cave or hike Kilimanjaro or anything um, to have this experience or whatever. Um, But now here we are, (laughs) we're quarantined. And so what's interesting for me, having that experience I'm in this quarantine now in California in my beautiful apartment with an amazing view, my own bed, my toothbrush, food, water. and, And I realized that like what we're calling the essentials right now, we're not actually the essentials to survive because when I lived in that cave, those essentials did not include a bed, a pillow, any outlet. So think about everything that we're plugged into right now. Just our computer, our phone, a fan might be going. You have your bullet, whatever. You have all these things that you plug into outlets. There are no outlets in the cave. <laughs> there are no outlets in the past. And so imagine just all of that getting taken away. Um, and so I realized, man, the essentials are just like connection, love, relationships. I was in there with five other people I don't know how long I would have survived by myself. I mean, I'm sure I would be okay, but having people to talk to, but not having any distractions. There was no outside noise, distraction, anything like that. And we could just have real human interaction, um, conversation, and that was beautiful. But we didn't have anything we owned. Every worldly possession, every material thing was stripped away before we stepped into this cave. So we weren't even wearing anything on our body that we owned. Um, so it was a really interesting perspective to look at now. I feel like I'm living like a queen, you know, I'm like, I have everything in this space where a lot of people are feeling like, like things are being taken away and their choice is being taken away and their options are being taken away. And I'm like, you know what? We can survive. Like we can survive this. And on the other side, we will be thriving for sure.
0: Mm -hmm. Mm. Yeah. You know, but it's, it is really interesting because I loved what you said about what we actually truly need is connection and mm-hmm. this this human human connection that we get with each other, and I think that that is we. I think that this time is really showing a lot to yeah. people, and yeah. um, especially that our essentials. Mm-hmm. Um, Aren't maybe as essential as we're thinking. And um, I think when people get really scared and, and fear during times like this, mm-hmm. we kind of gravitate towards what we are things and our, mm-hmm. you know, these things, we seek outside thing, comfort from these outside things. But um, what I love so much about the experience that you had is that it wasn't the outside things that brought you comfort. <laughs>
1: That's, yeah, such a good point and something that I bring up a lot is like, you know, outlets in our life are external comfort zones that we plug into, right? It makes me comfortable to have my fan and my Nutribullet and my computer and all this. And then if you even think about other external outlets, maybe when you're not so happy and you're trying to fill a void or cover up or temporarily bring pleasure. And, you know, I look back in my early twenties and I, my life was kind of spiraling out of control and things that I was externally plugging into to kind of forget about my current circumstances would be, Alcohol, drugs, relationships, material things like retail therapy, all these things that were not bringing me internal happiness, but it made me forget for a little bit or temporarily brought me pleasure. And so I was thinking, you know, in this cave, none of those things were options. And so there was no external comfort zones whatsoever. And we could actually all plug into our internal comfort zone. We could actually plug into ourselves. And that's when I really figured out my purpose and why I was here and also what actually really matters in life. And it's none of this. It's none of the stuff. Like we actually don't own anything in our entire life. We don't own anything. It's all borrowed. And I realized that the moment I feel like I own something, like I own this coffee mug. this is mine. Then I have like this mind mentality. like don't take it, right? Or that's my car or my apartment or my mom. you know? no, it's it's really not. Like it's it's actually all borrowed. And I feel like the moment you think you own something, it actually owns you. And it has this control over you. and it has this power over you that you feel like if it gets stripped away, that the world's going to end, right? Because if you feel like you own something and it gets taken away, you're like, it's over. This is it. And that's not the truth. And in the blink of an eye, anything can happen. Literally anything can happen. And that's why so many people right now are talking about the fear of the unknown and the fear of uncertainty. And I said, What's the difference from six weeks ago, six months ago, six years ago, 60 years ago, we've always been afraid of the unknown and uncertainty. And it's always been unknown and uncertain. We don't know anything. (laughs) Like, I don't know if I'm going to get a text in five minutes, that's going to completely flip my world upside down. Excuse me. Um, We just don't know. And I think that that's how we can really stay present in the moment to know that the only thing I do know is right now. And that's the only thing that I do have control over is the now right now in this present moment. That's it. That second is gone now. That's it. And so I feel like when we can really sit into that, we can appreciate every single moment and every single breath, especially our breath, right? Like that's something right now all around the world people are fighting for just to breathe. And I think that's one of the biggest things we take for granted on a daily basis And it's something that also brings us back to our center. Like when we start to panic or be fearful, what do people say? Just breathe, just breathe, take a deep breath, right? Well, some people can't do that. And so we need to be grateful when we can take a deep breath. And so just looking at all that stuff, I think the whole experience in the cave actually taught me what true gratitude was. You know, I really thought... Before that experience, that I was the most grateful person in the world. I'm like, I signed every email with gratitude, Lauren, you know, and I'm like grateful for you know the ocean and the palm trees, and I never take it for granted, right? But it's like I got in that cave and I'm like, dang, I took my toothbrush for granted. (laughs) Like I took pillows for granted, I took food and choice of food for granted. I took warmth for granted. I'm like, wow, I took so much for granted. And so after that experience every little thing every conversation every meal like every like night in my bed like all of that I'm just like grateful like true I could actually feel true gratitude after that experience
0: Mm, so so beautiful there and there's so much that you said there that I have that I want to cover um (laughs) you know I something that has been really coming up for me through all of this is what you were talking about, about this uncertainty. Because for me, I saw, I see so much of my life how um, just this, this need for control, this need to try to control everything. And I've seen so often, I see this with my clients, I see this with everyone, is that people are seeking what they know and they're seeking to control what they know and it's all an illusion. It's all completely an illusion because the more and the more that we do try to control, the more we see that we're completely out of control. There's absolutely nothing that we do and can ever control. And so I'm curious, and I I think you alluded to some of the things um, as you were speaking, what can people do, because I think that right now it's, people are uncomfortable. People are really uncomfortable Mm -hmm. and I get it. Like it's a lot of time with ourselves. Mm -hmm. And so rather than turning to, you know, the drugs and alcohol and Netflix and Mm -hmm. these things that maybe in the past when we didn't have such large gaps of time could could aid in numbing out. Like, what are you doing right now um, to really lean in to the discomfort and to sit with it and um, get through it? What's what, what are you doing?
1: I think the biggest thing that I'm doing right now is observing. I'm observing yeah. human behavior and how everyone is reacting or responding to the situation. Because for me, I'm actually more busy. <laughs> I have more on my plate now than before. So so many people are like, take the time to rest and relax and just be at your home. And I'm like, that's really great. But when you already work from home and you have clients and now you have people that were going to work that aren't, your phone is blowing up every second with text messages and DMs and people that all just want to chat. Like, hey, can we hop on like an hour FaceTime? Hey, can we do And that will fill your days up. Like my days were already full. So now it's like even plugging in more stuff and then doing, you know, more free calls and more like serving even more and in a bigger way. So it's interesting to watch because I'm actually in this space still where I'm like, I need more time, right? Like, is it Gandhi or Buddha that says the problem is you think you have time? <laughs> it's something like that. And it is. The problem is you think you have time and you really don't. And that's why you make the most of every moment. Um, but for me, I'm just like, I need like twenty more hours in the day. <laughs> like, there's so much going on, and I want to just sit and read and be still and be quiet and and all of that. Um, and that's what I would suggest for so many people is if you are the type that needs to go 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 and always be doing something. I literally had this conversation with a friend last night um, that you know we have the the stay at home in place, and this person's out doing. Business as you know usual, and going into people's homes and doing certain things and moving around, and and thinks that this person is part of the solution, but not realizing they're part of the problem. Because when you've been asked to stay home, unless you're a certain you know working in a certain area, you could be spreading this and doing more harm than than good, right? But that that human behavior is: I don't like to sit still. I don't like to be with my thoughts, and I want to control the situation, right? Nobody's going to tell me what to do. I'm going to do what I want to do. And so it's interesting because for me, I'm like, I just want to stay home and do absolutely nothing. (laughs) Like That would just be great. Um, And so I'm going to be implementing for myself full unplugged days during this quarantine where I literally do not turn my phone on, do not turn the computer on. I don't watch TV, but just no technology whatsoever. And including... Not using a microwave, not like anything that has to be plugged in, I will not use that day so whatever whatever I need to eat that's just like organic and great that I don't have to cook. Um I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna read all day. I'm gonna you know, just be still. I'm not even gonna plug into like music or anything like that because I found that that's also an outlet. Um, there's been times where. I've been in other situations where, um, even on reality shows, right. Where they, they take away that technology. So it's like, if you're going to do a workout, it's without music. And that, and it really is music allows you to go to a totally different place. And so I'm like, okay, if I really want to like lean in, like you were saying and grow, I have to eliminate every distraction. I can't have any outlet whatsoever. So I'm just going to be right. Cause even in the cave, we didn't have books. We didn't have anything to read. We had absolutely nothing, no journaling. So even if we did have downloads and awesome thoughts, we couldn't even write them down. It was like, cool, that may or may not be with me in two months when I get out of here. (laughs) Great idea, but where am I gonna put this down? Um, So, and I think the cool part of that is like, if it is for you, it'll come back. Um, But yeah, my suggestion for people right now is to fully unplug if you can. Um, If not, then read. Like this is a time to to be very conscious of what you're consuming. And I've been doing a lot of talks this last week and I start the talk with a question. And that question is, is what you're consuming actually consuming you? And that's kind of that control thing as well. But thinking about the media, social media, the news, just text messages from friends and family, which ones are you clicking on? Which ones are you reading? Um, which ones are you allowing into your home, right? Like we're our physical home where we live, what are we allowing in? Who gets to come over, all that. But also into your, your physical home being your body and your heart and your mind and your soul. What are you allowing in there? So I think it's really intentional that You know what we're reading what we're listening to what we're watching and then also what we're eating and what we're drinking all of that is going to matter right now more than ever and so just being so conscious and so intentional about what you're allowing and what you're consuming in your home
0: oh so good and i think it was actually just this last episode i did i was talking you know my biggest request to people is to truly come home home. And Mm. we're being asked to stay home, but it's so much different staying home and actually coming home. Yeah. And (laughs) I, so it's so funny that you bring this up because I do see so many people like, Oh, what do I do with this time? What do I do with this? It's like so uncomfortable. And I'm in the same boat as you because I've been working from home. And so I'm like, I still don't have a (laughs) Yeah. I still don't feel like I have enough time. So I'm like, what is it like to feel like you just have all of this free time? So I completely, yeah. completely agree with that. And, you know, I think that, you know, like you were saying it, it's in the discomfort that we grow yeah. and we're all being asked to grow and show up in such a bigger way. Yeah, And I think that the more that we can actually embrace this discomfort and embrace what it means to to be uncomfortable and see what the discomfort, what messages are there for us. Yeah. And I think that that is, you know, I know that you have your brands unplugged. And so I really want you to just like talk a little bit about why you start. Because I think now more than ever mm-hmm. is when we can actually do, because people say, oh, I don't have time. I don't have time. They, they have time now. And yeah. this is such a beautiful thing that you do and I know you do your unplugged mornings and your retreats and things like that. So I want you to talk a little bit about how that began and um how it's benefited you and everyone that you've brought into this realm doing it with you. Yeah,
1: I love that. And it truly was born in the cave. I just didn't know it then. It mm-hmm. actually was almost 3 or 4 years later that I, um, wow. yeah, that it actually hit me why I was there. And that's why so many times in life, the most difficult things that we go through and we're like, God, why am I here? What is this about? And it might not be the next day that you figure it out. It might be four years later. Like, I didn't know why I ended up in that cave and lost 30 pounds and was struggling in there, you know? And I'm like, this is hard. This is really, really hard like, why would God put me here? I don't understand this, like the purpose. And although I learned a bunch of lessons in there, of course, but it was for about four years later that I was getting an energy healing. And in that energy healing, I like floated up out of my body. I could see my body laying there and I started looking around and that's when I did start seeing outlets like the ones that you see in the wall. And that's when it came to me. I'm like, wow, all these external outlets that are like comfort zones I've been plugging into for so long when guess what? I actually can reach for that cord I can unplug from the external and plug into the internal and plug it into me that moment that I did that is like my whole life flashed before my eyes almost like people say kind of right before they transition over Um, and every failed relationship every job I didn't get everything I thought I wanted that like I didn't get um, it all made sense I'm like oh if I had got that I wouldn't be here or if that happened I wouldn't be here and like being here now is the only place that I want to be. And so I was like, I have to create, I get to, I have the opportunity to create experiences for people where they can come to the same realization, right? Where we can unplug for a little bit because we're also plugged in all the time. I mean, at our age, we've grown up in a very plugged in world. Um, and so just looking at that and like, okay, yeah, I'm not going to tell them to go quarantine and live in a cave. I'm not going to go tell them to hike Kilimanjaro or be on reality shows where they just take your technology away. I love signing up for reality shows now because I'm like, here you go, handing over my computer and phone. Take it all. I don't want to be connected anymore. <laughs> um, and so it's just like this, this beautiful thing where I was like, okay, every single morning we as you know humanity have the opportunity to wake up and be in control of what we consume So the first thing that we can do in the morning is truly plug into ourselves before we plug back into the world and the chaos and the noise Because that is truly what it is. There's a lot of noise. There's a lot of chaos in the world And if we immediately go to our phone or immediately go to our computer We're going to read an email or read a text and we're going to react it's just what's going to happen because we haven't filled ourselves up yet and so what we want to do is we really want to fill our cups up right with love and joy and abundance and and all these all this goodness so that we can really serve other others from that overflow so if we're full of love and joy and abundance the overflow is going to be love, joy, and abundance. But if we start filling up with toxicity, negativity, judgment, doubt, fear, then that's what's going to pour out of us onto others. And so we are we are in control of that, what we are consuming and taking in. And so what I want to happen from this is that people fill up with all this amazingness and then they read that email or that text and they respond instead of reacting. And it comes from a totally different place. They come from a place of love um, where you could say, hey, thanks for the reminder on that, instead of, don't you know what I'm going through? (laughs) Like, you know, um, so it's, it's just a beautiful practice to take whatever the time period is, it's nine steps, but you can do it in nine minutes, or you can take a whole hour, but the idea is to first, and it's using the letters of unplugged, um, so the U is universe, this is connecting with yourself, your source, God, whatever it is, um, Breathing, that's actually the first step of unplugged. I like to do box breathing um, for five count. So I'll do inhale for five, hold at the top for five, release for five and hold it out for five. Um, But isn't that a beautiful thing, right? We need to remember to breathe um, all the time. I have a a watch now that's like, I call it my assistant, Amy, because it's like, you need to breathe. I'm like, thanks, Amy. (laughs) You know, like, you need to stand up. Thanks for the reminder. Okay. Um, (laughs) Okay. So yeah, so there, and then N is nourish, and this is nourishing your mind, body, soul. So again, talking about what we're consuming, um, water first thing in the morning, yes, 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 we dehydrate overnight. So important to do this. Um, And then depending if you're fasting or whatever, um, just knowing what you're putting in your body, what you're eating, what you're drinking. And then the P is um, play, but I actually have switched it to pray (laughs) now. Um, and, And I love that. So play, pray, whatever it is, you can, you know, Play guitar, play an instrument, play with your dog, play with your significant other, um, or just pray. Like get down on your knees and pray. And I think that that's what we can really be doing for the world as a collective right now, um, raising that level, that vibration, that frequency, and putting that out into the world. Um, because right now the conversation is literally all about a virus. And so what are we doing as a collective? We're giving it so much momentum by every conversation being about it that we actually are the ones that are allowing it to continue um, when we can change that conversation and raise that level and that vibration in in the positive. Um, And then we have L, which is learn. We've talked a lot about that. Opening up an old school book, getting a highlighter out, taking notes, just like really being in it. Um, Also, you could be learning a new word or studying for something. And then the U is unleashed. So this is where we get to let go of something. And this is really important because, you know, certain things carry more weight than others. And you can really feel when you actually let go of something, um, you feel light and you feel a peace about you. So I think this is really important, forgiving ourselves and forgiving others. Um, And then we have the two G's generosity and gratitude. We've talked a lot about gratitude. The idea is to just focus on what you do have versus what you don't have. So really shifting into abundance versus lack and scarcity. Um, And then generosity. So I pick one thing every day that I'll do generous for another human and a lot of people think of generosity as monetary, and it doesn't have to be like our time. Again, again we're talking a lot about time, and um, our time is so valuable. So if you know your friend is going through something, mark that down. Going to call my friend today. Give her my time. Give him my time. Going to help a stranger with directions. You know, there's so many things we can do to be generous that aren't monetary. And then if you do have the means for monetary, then you know, donate to a charity. Send somebody a spontaneous Venmo. Whatever it is, um, just be service. Um, and then the last two are exercise, um, and declare. So exercise, I truly believe movement is medicine. Just move your body every single day, whether that's just stretching, foam rolling, yoga, Pilates, HIIT workouts, just get moving. um, and then declare. So I, your I am statements or any sort of powerful statement that you want to declare for that day. So specifically it could be, I'm going to crush this podcast interview, right? I am going to show up in a powerful way for a friend, So just like declaring that and stating it and writing it down, super important. So those are the nine steps. People can, you know, take one, take all, but really just like making sure the first thing you do is pour into yourself in the morning, and then you'll be able to be a much more powerful person for those people in your life moving forward.
0: Oh my gosh. So, so beautiful. And that's why I love you so much because I 1000% agree with every single thing that you said there. And I think, you know, I know for me personally in my life, when I began focusing more on my morning routine and made meditation and not checking my phone and these things like a non-negotiable, my life really began to change. And one of the biggest things that um, we connected over was, our faith and our spirituality and our love for God. And I think that especially um, in this time, you know, I think when you're talking about unplugged it, for me, I like imagine every single day we get the opportunity to plug in to source God universe, whatever you want to call it. Um, And I think for me, that has been the biggest game changer in my life. And I, I personally don't know how <laughs> I could get through a time like this without my faith and without relying on God to support me through a time like this. And, um, so yeah, I just want, I want you to speak a little bit about how your faith has is supporting you through, especially through a time like now and how you have incorporated it into your unplugged because it is such a, I think such an important part.
1: Yeah, it's the most important part of my unplugged time. Um, Mm -hmm. My quiet time is with Jesus and I'm spending time in the word in the Bible with my devotional. I'm reading lead like Jesus right now to become more like Jesus and lead like Jesus. Um, But it it really is. I, I think it's important to note that we all have fear. I have fear. My faith goes over my fear though. Yeah. So yes I'm still scared um but I show up anyways and I know that I know that our God is bigger than our government and is bigger mm-hmm. than corona and is bigger than 5G <laughs> you know like I know God's bigger than all of this and that he will make beauty from the ashes like truly believe that and so that is what gets me up in the morning is my faith and and the hope that I have in humanity and us collectively coming together like i i do believe that more people are going to come to the lord during this time than ever before and i've already been witnessing it and seeing it happen and i just think that's so beautiful and i of course say it's sad that it takes something like this mm-hmm. um but i'm also happy for everyone that is making that decision and um seeing something completely different than they saw before And, um, it's, it is anything in my life that's been a struggle. It is my faith that got me through 100%. And I, you know, as I'm doing a big pivot in my business right now, I'm, I'm also, you know, talking to God a lot. And I just hear him saying like, you got to bring your faith more into your business, more into your relationships, Mm -hmm. because you can't just keep it to yourself, you know? And so it is it's for me, it's literally everything. I wouldn't be able to get up in the morning without it. Um, and it's, um, it's a relationship too. That's the cool thing, right? Like it's just, it's the best relationship I've ever had. (laughs) Um, so a lot of times, I guess too, uh, the really good point to make here is I never feel alone. So during this quarantine, even though I'm here by myself, my roommates, she's, um, nannying. So, um, yeah, I've, I've never felt alone. And that's why sometimes I, when I'm watching human behavior and they're running from place to place and I can't be alone or all this thing, I'm like, oh, I feel like if you had faith, you could, because you would never actually be alone. You would always feel like you had this relationship and
0: you were there together and fully supported. I like, I like want to cry because that's, I just feel so, that resonates with me on such a deep, deep level. And so many people do struggle with, I mean, pre-quarantine or not, people yep. struggle with being alone. Yeah. And this whole idea that we're talking about, just like coming home too, it's, it's like we have this within us. It's like yeah. this, our faith and everything that we're needing, and God, universe, source, spirit, it is within us. Yeah. And so when we allow ourselves to open up to this, I just wholeheartedly agree. It's like we can't ever ever be alone. We ever. have we're always fully supported. And um you know, I think also what you said about it is so much bigger than the government and mm-hmm. all of these, you know, it's kind of funny because I see I mean, and this is just my belief, but I think that all of this truly is happening for a reason, for a mm-hmm. greater purpose, for mm-hmm. our greatest expression, our greatest, um, like you said, people are waking up right now and like, yeah, that's needed. That's neat. Need, like there are way, there have been way too many people asleep yeah. and sometimes mm-hmm. it does take something like this and it is in the coming home to ourselves. Our faith, our, um, just, this inner knowing and this inner trust that we are fully supported, we're going to be okay, yeah. and there isn't anything that we actually need to do to earn this faith, to earn mm. this love, because it is always there. Yeah, and um, I think that if people do practice, you know, even if it is just one of your unplugged steps, like it does get you closer to this this stillness and this inner knowing and this peace that is always, always available to us. Yeah. Yeah. And um, I'm curious, has this always been something, I mean, I know you've always been semi into faith and spirituality, but I'm sure that it's developed quite a bit through yeah, I would say sure, I, it, it's definitely
1: been a journey. I mean, I, w- I was born into a a Christian family, and so I was going to church from the time I was born, and yeah. I got baptized when I was 10, which I do believe I just wanted to get dunked in the pool in front of the <laughs> And so, like, I don't know. You know what's crazy, actually? Um no, two months ago, I felt this whole thing coming. I felt the darkness coming. Me too. Did you? Yes. Oh my gosh. All the light healers and the workers and stuff. Um, Yes. I was having horrible dreams, getting woken up in the middle of the night, attacked in my dreams. Um, I would, I got up at three o'clock in the morning many, many times. And I would just go straight to like the word. And I was like, every time I would open the Bible, um, it would be about false teachers and then I was like, yeah, it's crazy. And, and all this stuff was coming up and I'm like, what is this about? And then I, the last time I went to church, I was like, oh my gosh, I have to get baptized again. Like, I just felt this overwhelming feeling of like, I need to get baptized again when it's like truly my decision. Um, and then here's the thing, the next day it was like everything's shutting down, no more church in person. Right. And I'm like, <gasps> The problem is you think you have time. (laughs) like You know what I mean? There it is. So it was just this really interesting thing, but I felt it coming. I knew it was coming. I had been talking about it. Um, And so, again, I don't, you know, we say this is for a reason. And this, I believe, came straight from the enemy and straight from the darkness. But God will make good from it. So he sees what's happening and it's like, okay, how can I make good from this? um and then we'll see the reason and there there will be good things that come out of it um but i truly believe it came from the enemy and i you know what's interesting is i was saying that 2020 was going to be the year of in person events workshops <laughs> retreats all of this And you know what that does? That gets us together collectively. And that's when we can really grow and heal and change the world when we are together. Like think about church services, like the presence of God is there when all those people gather and worship. Um, So it's like, take those things away, take away in-person retreats, like disconnect people more than ever and make them have the illusion that they're actually connected through the internet when they're not truly connected. Like these things are nice and they're great, but they'll never replace like human interaction and getting together in person. Like it won't. Um, and it'll be like this false thing. And, and it's kind of like the reason why you see celebrities with 4 million followers that end up committing suicide because they weren't actually connected with anybody, even though it looks like they have all of these followers. Right. Right. And so it's sad. It's so sad. And I, that's why I say, like, I truly believe we were really coming together. We were waking up on, like, on a whole nother level. And the enemy was like, Whoo, I got to take this out. Like, I got to completely dismantle what's happening here because we're getting so close to this awakening. And so um, that's what I see happen. And now it's like, and it's kind of the illusion before that I was talking about in a world where there was so much technology and you think we're more connected than ever, we're more disconnected than ever and that is you know I, that's what i see that's going to happen again because you know <clears throat> right now going for a run around my block i say hi to everybody no one responds it's like as if they think my breath is going to get them sick right they don't respond they like look away they literally step off or like move further like away and that's so sad to me that's so sad to me because before i would stop and talk to people like you know and nobody's talking to each other everyone's avoiding each other i'm like this is really sad.
0: Wow. Oh, that I know that. And it just like hurts my heart to hear because, because I think that it is what we're doing that. Yeah. I totally, I totally, I think that that, that view and that who, I mean, who really knows, who knows, and it yeah. is interesting to Who see. Knows? We don't know anything. <laughs> <laughs> we don't know anything, truly. And I yeah. do think that it will be interesting to see. Um, you know, I, I hear a lot of people talking like, I just can't wait for things to get back to normal and for they, normalcy. Yeah. And, it's, and it's like, no, like that's not the, first of all, that's not the point. Then we yeah. didn't learn anything if things go back to normal. Yeah, And yep. it's going to be a new normal. It's going to be yep. a new a new way of being. And I think that those who are, who feel like this call, like you're being asked to show up and you're being asked to make this transition and to connect to yourself, to connect to something greater than yourself. Because at the end of this, I mean, it's gonna, that's who That's who we need. Those are the people that we need. And so many people need if, if you're listening, you are most likely one of those people. And it is so interesting too, because I totally agree with you. Um, it is really crazy because there are so many people in like my little circle who were like, I knew that this was coming. And I was saying it too, like, especially, um, like just a few weeks before I was like, all of a sudden, like doing everything. Like I was getting all, I was doing all of these appointments and things that I was like, I never do this kind of stuff, but I just like, feel like I need to just, just because, and then lo and behold, everything shuts down, you know? And I was like, I like knew that this was, it's so fascinating. And, and, um, even a few months ago, it was like something I started having weird dreams too. And these weird, like, I was just seeing signs of like, but something is off. Something is yep. very off. Yep. Um, so what, you know, who knows, um, <laughs> where all of that's coming from and what it's, you know, ultimate where it's going to lead to, but I think it is very fascinating and it's a very interesting time. And I think that people are getting these signs. And so we are kind of wrapping up here on time. I feel like I could <laughs> talk to you forever and ever. You have, <laughs> You're just such a beautiful soul. And so my last question for you, Lauren, is how can we support you? What can, what is it that all of us can do for you in this time right now? You know, what's really cool. I got this
1: question. I think it was like, I don't know if it was like, how can we serve you? I was saying we all should just be asking the question to others. like. What's the truth? Like, how are you really feeling, right? Like, what's actually really going on? So I think just having more real, deeper conversation and connection with people, um, I mean, anyone that's listening, I would love for you to reach out and say hi, right? Because um, this this is the way that we can um, <clears throat> combat the whole disconnection thing, right? Like, yes, we are disconnected, but we can overcome that and connect even more. So I would say just reaching out and even saying like, Hey, this was my biggest takeaway from this, or this helped me with this, or I'm going to implement this or anything like that. Um, if you do the unplugged morning, like what your favorite step is. Um, I just love connecting with people and I respond literally to every single, um, DM. I want to like order a treadmill for in my apartment now, <laughs> so I can like walk on the treadmill and respond. <laughs> um, but I love it. I send voice notes. I send videos. People will be like, hey, how'd you do this exercise? And I'll literally record myself doing the exercise and <laughs> send it back. I don't know anybody. You know what I mean? But, I, but it will allow us to you know, feel more connected. And, and who literally knows? Like I had a guy, I don't even know him. Um, and he was saying, thanks for the funny videos of you, like throwing, you know, bars off your balcony to your neighbor. Um, and I was like, Oh yeah, I forgot. I need to go get those. Like it was like a couple of days later. And he's like, yeah, I really needed the humor. I, um, you know, I just lost a friend to the virus. And he's like, it was like really sad. And he's like, I just, um, I appreciate your light. And like, we need more of that in the world. So like keep, and I'm like, man, you wouldn't even know this person all across the world saw this video and it made them laugh when they were having a really tough day. So like, you know, a message for all of us is to be more you, (laughs) be even more of who you are, like stay in your lane and stop looking and scrolling and comparing to what everybody else is doing and just share your unique gift because we're all different and unique and and everyone's going to relate to someone differently. So I think just, um, be more of who we really actually are and the only way for us to know who we really actually are is to unplug and get quiet and still and look for that answer
0: <laughs> oh I could not agree more and and that is how we raise the vibration and that is how we elevate the frequency of what is going on right now mm, in, yes in our time and that's how we heal and yes that is how, how exactly exactly all right Lauren. well where can everyone find you and connect with you Uh, Instagram, which I'm sure you'll probably like share that in the notes or something. But yeah, on Instagram, send me a message there and um, we'll connect. that will be great. Amazing. Well, head on over, connect with Lauren on Insta. And I, it was so wonderful talking to you, Lauren. And I just absolutely adore you. I love you too, girl. Thank you so much thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed this, share it with a friend. It really is together that we grow. Also, please head on over to iTunes or your favorite podcast app and leave me a review. I would be so grateful. And lastly, take a screenshot, let me know you're listening, and tag me on Instagram stories at IamJasmineElise. And until next time, I'm sending you infinite love and light.